You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Entering the vicious circle. You are facing a fuel-injected suicide machine. I'm the man when I walk, the ground shakes. I am the master. And welcome to the Vicious Circle. Sid, how you doing today? Pretty good, Rob. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I got to pace myself. I only brought a little bit of iced tea with me. so Yeah, I got like half full today. Yes. This will be a short show. Ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Jeremy's already in. Hey, Rob and Sid. Greetings from Imperial California. How's everybody doing today? Good, Jeremy. How about you, man? Oh, apparently he is watching the NFL playoffs right now and getting it's getting good. I wonder who's winning. All right, Jeremy, who's winning? Let's find out. Hmm. So how, how what have you been up to today? Man, same old deal. Just got up, had a good workout. Um, one thing I've had a little problem finding stuff at the stores, man. I, I went to Walmart yesterday, two Kroger's. Um, one, one, I noticed there's a lack of supplies. <laughs> it's not funny, but. It looks like worker fatigue. Really? I, I'm not kidding you. It's just you can imagine at this point right now, too, how many people have come up to these workers and said, "Hey, can you find this for me? I'm out of this. They're out of this, you know." And they are. You know, it's like uh, so. And used to, I today I was like, I didn't do the old lunch meet to the girl or to the guy. I just said, you know, yeah, okay, you don't have it, forget it. Went to another store, didn't have it. Uh, there are a little bit of shortages out there. Of course, I'm going early after I get through working out. I don't recommend anybody to do that. Go early at seven o'clock. That's when everybody but, shows up. Right, exactly. Was well, that? There's nothing been restocked, you know. Oh yeah, that's true too. Oh, uh, and- just just that, and then, uh, I, I actually took advantage of this thing not starting till uh, next week. So I've just been eating good. That is excellent. Uh, actually, we got two people. John said 14 to 10, Tampa Bay leading. And Jeremy said the same thing, but Buccaneers are leading the Packers 14 to 10 right now. You know, uh, man, that's so, that's what's so hard about the NFL. I still think that Packers will win this. You know, last time on this on our show, someone asked me who's going to win, and I said the Packers and the, Buc- uh, the Bucks beat them. I just don't see it today. Um, but I didn't say anything about this. I said – Kansas City would be in the Super Bowl. But, man, it's going to be tough for them to get out of this game today. I really, you know. What about the knockout? That little kid from Louisiana knocked out Conor McGregor. Oh, wait. I heard about that. I didn't see it. 
I didn't see. I just saw the highlights today on ESPN. Jeez. What a good kid. He didn't say anything smart. He just said, oh, you know, it was pretty cool about it. You know, this was the thing is Connor's good. You know, that when he beat this uh, poor, uh, Dustin Poirier or whatever, um, it wasn't just a shot in the back of the head that no one could have known or you don't protect. It's hard to, you know, it wasn't a big deal. He definitely got the better wins since the, the, you know, the last meeting. And I said, this guy's got a chance, you know. Um, and then um, I tell you what, too, man. I told a guy at the gym Friday. No, I'm sorry, Saturday morning. I said, you know, when Connor got beat by uh, Habib, he was on the ground. If you notice the way he looked, he just looked beat, you know. He mm-hmm. never looked like that before. I said, um, I hate saying this, but it sort of looked like you know, two dogs get to fight. And when one gets tired, he knows he can't win anymore. He just quits like that. The other dog will usually quit too. And um, that's what that looked like. And when he got beat, he really didn't have a lot to say about anything. <laughs> O'Connor McGregor, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell everybody a really co- good story. And this is where I learned my lesson. I think I've told the story before about how I learned my lesson about waiting to the last moment. You know, if you are going to brag, you know, wait to the last moment. Um. I was playing softball, playing this team. They were really good. And uh, I always brought out the worst in other teams. <laughs> you, if you can imagine, right? And um, there's always these tournaments, and they're always thinking that we're a much better team than we are. We're not. I'm really the only good person on the team because, you know, everybody else, we're just a small little team from Arkansas, you know. We get these tournaments in Memphis. And so they're, like, screaming at us. And so I had a just a really, man, just a breathtaking, take it out of your, you know, out of your home run. They were, oh, man, you know. So I came up my second at bat. They were like, yeah, give him another. So a lot of times they'll walk you. You know, give him another one. Give him another one. He's not hit another one. No way. Yeah, give it to him. Right. Now, not, as a, not as impressive. Sort of just a missile, you know. The dugout is at first base. Some running down. Yeah, man, look at me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm really just. Try to run just as cool as I could run, you know, slow. My coach is there. I come by and just high five as hard as I can. Almost break both our hands and hit the bag at the same time. The bag comes after me and I hit the ground so hard I was bleeding before I could, you know, could even move. And they came out of that dugout laughing at me. And I couldn't say anything, right? I was like, yeah, you know, you guys got me. You know, I should have shut up to the end of the game and did it like this instead of when I was showing off. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't do that. It doesn't work. No, no. You need to wait until you're sure. Right. Because what if they came back and won? We won, yeah. but I lost a lot of uh, flesh during that, you know. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like winning the title belt and then getting hit by a stinger splash. You don't brag. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, that's what happened. I was bragging. Was paying, <laughs> yep. paying attention to what I was supposed to, right? Uh, Jay Crawford has a quick question. Okay, need to ask. I noticed in the amazing intro, how was the match with Mark Calloway? Not while he was taker. That looked like it would have been a great match in the younger years. Did did uh, Humongous and Mean Mark ever go at it? Yeah, we had a match um, at the uh, Mid South Coliseum. Yeah, I can't really remember remember a lot about it. Um, hey, hold on, talk for a second, Rob. I can talk. <laughs> I'm very good at talking. Oh, he got a phone call. Okay, I'm going to mute his mic, too, just in case it's something we shouldn't hear. I'm going to bring in our guest so she and I can talk. Lori, how you doing? Hey, Rob. I'm good. How are you? 
Good. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you all for having me again. Uh, Sid said he's got you uh, tasked with some homework about a certain kind of dietary program. Yes, we have been talking about that. And um, neither one of us knew much about it, but I have done a little research. So I have, it's just, it's a popular program that we see on TV advertised a lot now. So we just wanted to know, you know, more about it. Interesting. It's into what we're doing with the challenge. Nice. Go ahead, Sifton. Uh, that was uh, that was a friend of my aunt. She's in the hospital. She just got home, and that was her son calling, let me know that she's made it. Oh, good. Check on her once in a while. Yeah, so she's well now. Yep. Well, she's getting better. Okay. Good. Good. Um, I did have one other question. I wanted to tack on to the end, and now I can't find it. Oh, right here from Daniel Gold. Hey, Sid. Quick question: What year was you called Lord Humongous, and why did you use that name? See, I can't remember. The, I can't remember the exact uh, year and a half, two years I did that. Well, one, it was just a character off a movie, and to me, it was given to me. I was at a softball game. I was talking about softball a minute ago. Jerry Lawler said, "Hey, man, I got. Uh, I need someone to fill in for a couple of days. You want to do this deal?" And I said, "Yeah." And so I met him at his house. It was so weird meeting a man at his house. And then he brings out this really weird-looking little. It was just two pieces of real flimsy nylon. It went around your waist or something, and then you know over your like for your tights. And I was like, you know, <laughs> no, I'm not as joking. So I, kind of I, I thought, wow, that's the Lord Humongous costume. But he gave me that in the hockey mask, which somehow my kid is lost somewhere. But um, so I took that, and that's how he got started. Like that, that's how I got started. If that was the question. And we'll get one more quick question here because you and I talked about the craziest rumors we ever we ever heard. Yeah. And I brought up that one about you that you had never even heard of. Dave mm -hmm. asks that question. Sid, did you have a pet squirrel on the road? <laughs> and were you dared into putting that squirrel in your pants? <laughs> no, I did not have a pet squirrel. No, I swear. I don't know where that came from. Uh, it's funny that, that that story is still around. Uh, if the person out there started that story, started that story, kill yourself, please. <laughs> No, I don't know, man. No, I have not had a squirrel. Well, and you got to think about it too, because if if you listen to some of the earlier podcasts, you talked about growing up. That was the stuff you would shoot and eat. Yeah, <laughs> you know? really. So, well, if it got in your pants, you'd want to shoot it. I don't know, eat it afterwards, <laughs> or not, but you shoot it, you know. So, yeah, that's quite the story. So, no, I do watch some of these outlaw, these uh, wilderness shows, and watch these people go out there and hunt and eat. They go, shit, that was me when I was like twelve. <laughs> You guys yeah, just TV now figuring show. this stuff out. Yeah, now it's a TV show. Uh, oh, Terry asks, Sid, you never ate a McRib, but what is your favorite fast food item? Uh, man. Oh, wow. I don't know. Um, next question. I, I don't really, <laughs> I guess, really like anything. Right now, I'm not eating anything junk, you know. Well, uh, I think to I go out to, to go, to go out the window or something to be a place Memphis called Danvers roast beef. <clears throat> it's a really nice roast beef place. And cause it is a nice place. They're going extinct, you know? Yeah. Anything nice. It costs a couple bucks. Nobody wants to fool with that anymore. But, um, no, um, that's my favorite place. They get really big charcoal burgers and, but the roast beef, roast beef, roast beef sandwiches are really, really good. See, I was going to say, I think it would be pizza, but I've only ever seen one picture of pizza. And every time I've been there, we've talked about getting it, but then we got good food. Right. So that, that's what I was going to throw at. Oh, he, 
Philip says the squirrel was Harvey Whippleman. Did Harvey yeah. Whippleman start that story? Uh, really? I don't know, man. Uh, or did he? No, he, he, didn't, he wouldn't have started that story. Uh, I just don't know where that started. I'm yeah. trying to think. Um, I remember people asking about it. I don't know where, how he got started. Man, that's that. Rob, you're my people. Get on that. I'm, I'm on that. Look up squirrel. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was talking with Lori because you and Lori have been talking and you tasked her with looking into this dietary program. Right. <clears throat> you know, we're always all, and that's why I told her, um, we're all looking for that magic pill in the bottle. Noom has got this, you know, these advertisements are talking about um, saying it's a, a cognitive approach to dieting. <clears throat> Some of the things will say like, um, well, I worked at a candy factory and I don't, I know how not to do this. And I lost, uh, I was working for, I was on a, uh, the hockey, uh, the um, U.S. Bob team and, you know, broke my leg and got fat. And now I'm on Noom and it's got, and, and then they'll go, wow, I feel so much smarter, you know? So Lori looked into it a little bit. Lori, you tell them what you found out. Yeah, um, I, I actually I didn't know much about it, and we when we started talking, we were wondering kind of how it relates to what you know us working on the challenge and getting ready for that and everything. And so I was looking up, and of course I don't have a membership to it, but I was you know trying to research about it as much as I could. And so from what I found out, it, it's it's pretty interesting because I think they cover a lot of areas. The main thing though is just the basic stuff: you weigh in, you count calories. And, um, you know, and with their food, they have a system where they go, they use like green light, yellow light, red light. And so they kind of advise you on food. If it's really good, they put it under the green. If it's okay, they put it under yellow. And if it's bad, they put it under red, but they don't tell you, you can't have, you know, nothing's off limits. They just want to kind of warn you about it. But so the main thing is counting, uh, is, uh, counting the calories and weighing. And then of course you log your fitness which is something, you know, that, that we've been doing anyway. But um, they, the other component is they put you with a health coach. So it's got that accountability and they put you with a health coach. And then you're also able to talk with other people like in your group. So you're with a health coach and then you're with a group too, that you can talk about things. But where they take it a step further is that they actually bring into it what they call mindfulness. And uh, this is kind of that cognitive behavior approach that we see, I think, in the commercials. And what they do is they challenge you. And we've talked about this a little bit. I think they challenge you to um, think about why you do what you do and why why do you have this certain behavior or why do you do this certain thing when it comes to eating? And from what I can tell, like I said, I'm not a member, but I had to just you know research here and there. One of the things that they do is like they provide you with little tips like, uh, you know, if you drink water before your meal, then you're not, you're, you know, you're not likely to eat as much. They'll also give you a picture of like a pl two plates. One plate may have three cookies on it. One plate may be full of vegetables, but they're the same calorie value, like say 300 calories. And they get you thinking, which plate would you rather have? You know, the little bitty cookies or the full plate of a salad or vegetables or whatever. And then they throw in little tips like uh, one thing I saw was, you know, if you walk, I think it was like half a mile or whatever, 
then you've burned off a 300 calorie cheeseburger. You know, so they get you thinking, you know, why you do what you do. But once I researched it and looked at all of that, I came back and told Sienna, I said, this is actually a lot of this is what we're already doing. You know, we've got the accountability. We're waiting in, you know, we're counting calories. We're we've got, you know, somebody helping us. We've got a group approach, you know. And to be honest with you, um, when I started, it's when we first started talking, Sid recommended I start counting calories and I did. And that alone in and of itself got me really evaluating my everyday eating behavior. It got me thinking about, whoa, why am I doing this? I didn't realize I was doing that or snacking on this or whatever. So um, it sounds like a good program. I'm not, you know, I'm not a member or nothing like that. And I think it's a little bit on the expensive side, but it does have a lot of components, but like I told Sid, it sounds like that's a lot of what we're already doing too. Right, right there. That's what, uh, when she told me this is where I thought, okay, I was looking for, for something. They're going, wow, this is the thing that says this is going to help you get past those uh, those spots or those those sticking points or those roadblocks. Um, but when she, what she said just there, everyone, too, it says how you can look at things and you make the uh, your mind will tell you, okay, you know, take this. It's better for you. Or drink the water. This is going to make you that. Or do the uh, half 30 minutes for walking for the cheeseburger. <clears throat> that tells me also the mind can be really powerful, too, to get you to do the wrong things. Like, go ahead and have that cheeseburger, and maybe later you'll do the 30-minute walk. You know what I mean? So that's what we have to tell. That's why when I heard this, that's, that's why I told myself. The first thing I said, wow, yeah, I hear that, but this is what I hear also. That it's saying, man, the mind can tell us to do, just like I go back where it's sort of funny about the juice with me, where at 12 o'clock on Fridays or wherever it is, I go, wow, I can have that juice, heartburn, or wherever it is. And once I started, I go, wow, why did I do that? So I said it was okay, you know. So, but going back to where it said there a little bit too, what I also said as well that um, if you mess up, you know, this isn't in the world. Just you know, start back. Um, now, what, also, I don't suggest, suggest anyone to go out there and buy that noon uh, deal because um, one, it's exactly what it was not what I thought it was, but it's exactly what we're all been in the world been doing since cavemen. So, um, you know, really, again, it's just watching what we eat or catch it and eat it. That'll, and I tell you, what, everybody, catch your food and eat it. You'll get skinny really damn quick like that, man. <laughs> but, um, no, that's how – that's, again, that's what I think is so cool about this. It goes back to where I first said this about this in the first place, that accountability is accountable. So, And what I found also about that after I talked to a couple other people – I guess Weight Watchers does something just as much, or just as the same, but they actually, you can uh, add in what you did, like if you mowed the yard or if you, you know, picked your nose, whatever, and then they go, get okay, this burn that many calories, add that into your day too. So we as, you know, I think everybody on the vicious circle, we're smart people. We can figure out how many calories we're burning while we're picking our nose. You know, that's pretty easy. Zero, you know, so. <laughs> but uh, no, that again, um, so how's everybody, has anybody got any questions on their diet? And also I told Rob, if I want to um, start helping, you know, um, people on their workouts, even if they're doing it wrong, I can help you do it wrong as well. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but no, um, I think somebody sent in something, uh, Rob. Yes, Nathan, uh, the gentleman from last week. 
That's part of the challenge. He sent this in. I'm going to show you that this is the paper he sent in. Page one mm-hmm. and page two. This was his workout routine. What I did is I zoomed in on some of it so we can see it a bit better. Mm-hmm. So day one, it says chests. Bench press, incline press, decline press. Um, deck or flies yeah that's i know what that is that's deck uh that's uh yeah or de- uh yeah i know what that is okay and Tries then, up press that. downs and then second day lat pull down seated rows well rows curls standing bar curls inclined dumbbell curls day three off you didn't have to tell us that man apparently day five. <laughs> um can't read the top seated dumbbell press, side presses, rear raises, chest bench press, dumbbell press. Okay, bench press. Day five is bicep. Oh, I, I was I, I saw that little dot. And I thought you you was marking what you were reading. No, I, no, no, you're past it. Right on the paper. <laughs> there we go. Standing more. Day six is another off day. Yeah, why don't you just not work out if he's taking me days off? <laughs> uh, day seven is triceps, push downs, skull crunchers, uh, kickbacks, tricep extensions, and then shoulders. And then the last one is day eight legs, leg press, and then arms. And then day nine is off. So this is not a nine day schedule, this is an eight day schedule. Yeah, that's off. Was it like 15 days in Australia? <laughs> we didn't know this or something. I think so. <laughs> wow, man. Um, why don't you write your, your send us your uh diary of your whole life? No, <laughs> no um, this way I'm gonna help people in the workouts. What are they, what are you stuck on? You know, if you if you are you stuck on like a, a, a bench, you want to get your bench up, or you're in the same routine, you want to get out of it. Uh, that kind of thing right now, but his that routine right there uh, looks really good. If you're doing all that, and he says he is, he really looked strained out the other night, so he looks like he's exhausted. So he's working hard, um, especially if you find eight days in a week. You know, that's like a fever <laughs> or something. Eight days in a week. Yes, eight days in a week. Yeah, that's it. That was uh, yeah. Uh, Andre, uh, he does have a thing here. He goes, I cut out sugar. Besides fruit, there are other food substitutes to curve that craving. Man, did you cut out sugars? You got like 52 years younger. <laughs> yeah, he looks Wow, really man, good. I'm cutting out sugars right now. Hold on. <laughs> no, um, no, we want to cut out the sugars. We won't go into you know, beating up sugars totally, but they're bad for you. You know, that's what gives us fat. That's what gives us, you know, if might chase you towards diabetes, or like you, Rob, you know that. Mm-hmm. Um and that's something we're trying to stay away from our diets. Anything that breaks down to sugars and almost everything does, you know. So good you're cutting back on them. And here's Nathan. He says, it's an old workout that he had, and he was going to start up again. The days off is putting in cardio. Okay. Yeah, do – yeah. Um, again, it's when we talked to – I don't know if we talked about it on air, me and when we talked to uh, – we were off air with Nathan. Nathan's doing the right thing. Um, and I was thinking about that today. You know, for instance, um, I was tired the last couple of days because I overtrained a little bit, and I told everyone not to do that. But so I just went in and just got – when I worked past the soreness to do that, you really had to go light. 
And when I've told myself, I'm trying to get those numbers, I'm trying to get this tightened up, I'm trying to get this back to working, you know. So that's what we got to do. We can't do one without the other without, you know, they both work together. We're not going to lose weight as fast through working out as we through, we do as through diet. So we have to remember that. Um, like today, I was tired. I did a lot more side bends, um, stuff like that, just adding a few more minutes. Now, I'm going to look, look some like Nathan's workout. I'm going to start slowly, instead of doing push-pull half the body and half the body, I'm going to start you know, splitting it up to just one body, two body parts, you know, and a lot more cardio, a lot more abs. Um, I think I'm going to get into the Pilates class, you know, something like that. Uh, Terry has a good question. He goes, can I eat jobbers and gain weight? Jobbers. I uh, think so. Wow. <laughs> and gain weight. I guess. You, uh, what is jobbers? I think he means, you know, uh, the, the unknowns that would wrestle against you, you know? Oh yeah. Well, it looks like, uh, looks, that's what it looks like Nathan did. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> One or two of them. Yeah. Uh, Philip says, uh, did you ever use creatine, and what do you think of it? Yeah, creatine supposedly is just another – everything that we hear like that is a, a is a branch of, of aminos, and all aminos come from pro- protein, and the purest protein is egg white. Um, but when they break it down like that, it becomes uh, you know more available to the muscle. Um, and I guess it must work. Now, back in the day, I did everything. I would do. And again, we were pretty lucky. Phosphogen, or phosphor, uh, phosphogen, yeah, EAS Phosphogen, the company, was uh, they did the study here in Memphis. It was called the Memphis Study. When you bought a can of it, it said the Memphis Study on it. Several things they said. One, when you do these protein drinks, and the, especially these, his, and that phosphogen was a pure form of creatine, okay? And they found out with sugar being the transport system that creatine was transported to the muscles a lot, a lot better than without it. So that's why you saw, you know, in the beginning, it was just phosphorus. You came these little horrible tasting thing that you came already mixed with fruit juice. And that's the reason you saw that. Um, but there was, a, so I got to sit down with one of the doctors that they did the study on. They said exactly how they did it with the vanadyl, the creatine, the glutamine and all that, blah, 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 blah. And I got on the whole nine yards of it and spent $2 million and it does. I mean, it does. It helps. Um, if you're, if it was your life, like it was my life. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. But man, it's expensive. And I really think <clears throat> right now, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting on a, getting by on a, a multivitamin, a good multivitamin, some extra calcium, um, fulvic acid and some, um, Oh, shoot, what's the other one? Um, something else. But that's what I'm living on. Something simple, inexpensive, and something I can take real quick. You don't have to sit there and mix a bunch of crap up. Uh, Terry does ask a question. Isn't lettuce pointless? Yeah, pretty much. Um, lettuce is, you know, it really has no nutritional value. like drinking water. It is a little bit of a filler, you know. I, I was just thinking, I actually got a salad yesterday just to try it. I'm trying to figure out some different ways for my diet starting up next week. And just, I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it. it's worth the time and the hassle, you know. I mean, for me, if I, when, I'm, when I start really wrenching down everything, I know what's going to work for me. It's boring, but it's going to be the same thing. It's probably going to be the chicken and vegetables or something like that. I am going to start stocking up. I'm going to make a personal trip down to see uh, some friends by Mississippi to pick up some catfish. I'm going to stock up some fish, and I'm going to have um, – I'm just going to be 
I'm gonna have that and chicken. I'm gonna get to that vegetables. Then uh, I weigh today 260, so I'm back up a couple pounds. So, but that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna get where again. I've tried everything. I've tried tried a little bit of this and tried doing spinach. You saw the show. The guy that talked about spinach last week, Rob. Uh, I made this for that person. Uh, I tried that this week. You know, trying to make a little bit of this there, and I got a few meals out of this plate that Rob will show you. Um, I don't have it on there. I'll give you two seconds. I will. Man, I need more people. <laughs> Rob, this is bullshit. <laughs> Making me look like Steve Martin, the jerk on this show. <laughs> right. But I was born a poor black child. <laughs> Hate when that happens. But um, what was I saying, Rob? Talking about spinach. Yeah, uh, this is the thing about that. You know, even a big thing of that, man, cooks down to nothing for me. And I find myself having to recook. And then um, I've talked about the guy who wrote the book, Why I'm So Fat.net. That's the thing, how I find for myself to make my diet. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. <laughs> that Rob, was <laughs> man, you jerk. <laughs> I told everybody I'm dieting. Did you send me something else? No, I sent you. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I don't really? see anything else. <laughs> no, I sent you the one with the um, I was shooting with had the spinach with the post egg on top of it, the pork tenderloin. Oh wait, that was back a bit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was kidding. I should have tagged it with something. But anyway, what I'm getting to is this: that for me, it seems better. I, I find to do better on my diet if I have something already prepared. I can get it to you know ready and stuff like that. And, even when I was sitting there, started calculating, thinking about spinach. I mean, the spinach, the salads, and all that. It just, it just seemed like so much, you know, extra work, or not so much. And then I, when I looked at the plate, <coughs> I saw too many calories with other other combinations, and that's what too. I was like, wow, man, that doesn't work out. Uh, Was that the one? You man, <laughs> that blueberry, of- blueberry cornbread, and macaroni and cheese, and oh, that's spinach macaroni. casserole. <laughs> yeah, that, that was it, Rob. That's what I eat every morning when I wake up. Just definitely, y'all forget, Rob. Definitely spinach. This is what happens when you have the wrong people in your court. <laughs> I'll be talking to uh, somebody. I'm going on time, but no, um, boy. If I wow, you're out. Sign yourself back up. I need my people back. All right, I'm back. Thank God. <laughs> Wow, it's lonely when you don't have people. Everybody feel that? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I felt like a cold breeze come through here. <laughs> it was like that movie, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. What would it be without Rob? Send <laughs> to the rabbit hole. Everybody, show me next week. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. What was the question? <laughs> I've lost track. No, I'm just kidding. No, it was, anyway, it was about what we were eating. So, um, again, I just find it hard, and I, and I really – um, yesterday after meeting Drew at church and, um, that's something else, man. I was wanting to take some pictures of these folks. I can't bring us out. I'll find the time to do it, but it's just, it was cold. I don't know what it is this day. Sometimes they're just, I, I can't bring, I, I got to get in place where they can't really see me or something, you know? Well, anyway, um, when I left there, I went by a couple of really nice grocery stores and just shopped around a little bit. It was too busy. I didn't get much. I didn't get anything because it was, I didn't want to wait in lines. But I did, you know, just 
look at everything and start to say, okay, how can I put this together? And what can I do for this for a few days? Uh, things like that. Uh, you know, and then, you know, say when I looked at a head of lettuce, I think, what can I do with that? So, you know, if I did the chicken or whatever I did that week, I'd have that at the end of the week, you know, have your, you know, a salad, something like that. But just like the, the person a while ago said, lettuce just is nothing there. You know, uh, when you are dieting, I fix it really get, I hope, down to the nuts and bolts of it. Um, I'll need those, that little nutrition I'll get from squash or cabbage or spinach instead of something else, you know. Um, and I got to find something that works for me. You know, spinach, even I like it, but not, I don't know if I could eat it, you know, mm-hmm. three times a day for lunch, snack, and whatever. Not, I'm, you know, I'm not kidding, but say for lunch and dinner, you know, and that's something too. I don't want to have to cook every two days or every day. You know, I've been doing that lately. So I'm, I guess everybody too, if you're going through that, think about that as well. Maybe prepare yourself, you well, know, for. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, CC brought up a point. Uh, lettuce is good for you. Not so much iceberg lettuce, but the others are high in minerals such as calcium, phosphorus, magnesium, and potassium. It's naturally low in sodium. Plus romaine lettuce is packed with vitamin C, vitamin K, and folate. No, you're right. Now, the cool thing about the romaine lettuce too, when I was looking at some of the stuff, um, it, it was one of the lettuces that you could actually could get out, rinse off, and put the rest up, you know, without a big of a hassle. So that would be, and, and lettuce, I'm not saying that lettuce is bad for you, but when I look at things like, okay, now, again, if to do that, I'd have to rinse that off and everything, and I'm not going to eat, you know, 10 salads in three days. To, where that, now, I think the iceberg lettuce, too, will stay a little longer. I, that's just something I was weighing out as well. You know, what would the shelf life on some of these things that I would think about getting and, you know, when, how could I get them to fall in place? You know, like if I had this today and then when this ran out, the, the lettuce would be good with, you know, a little bit of leftover, say, chicken, add a couple of eggs to that little cheese. And I got a salad, you know, um, and that would be, you know, one the change of pace from, the you know, just the vegetables and whatever your white meat is or lean meat. So that yeah, but no, that's something I'm definitely thinking about is the, the salad situation. And I just checked too. Uh, iceberg lettuce is 96 percent water. Yeah, I said it's just like drinking water. Didn't I, I say did. that? You did. Rob, it's similar to celery and cucumbers. Huh? That's the point I was going to get. It's similar what to is? celery and cucumbers. Now I'll tell you what. Now uh, it's I'm a little burned out on it, but that's a really good little. Uh, snack to keep on the side. I'll put a little celery. I'm sorry, not celery. Cucumbers, a little tomato, and um, what was this? Um, an onion. A little of that Italian dressing and just have that with like a slice of meat, you know, like a piece of meat. If I had like a, uh, say, a boneless chicken breast, I put that on a plate, and then I put that that on there as well with it. And that would be enough. Just That's what we got to do too is adjust our plates differently. You know, well, that's what I've been doing as well too is like, uh, what did I have today? Something like that. Oh, I know it was. Watch the football game. Now, I'm not saying everyone to do this, but I got just a um, some really lean ham, a few pieces of cheese, and I had that for a snack. You know, and of course, you see people doing that on the keto diet and the Atkins diet as well. But just something like that instead of, uh, you know, popcorn, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But stuff like that will run the cost up, though. However, and I, that's what I'm trying to keep costs down for everyone. Cece says when she eats salads, she throws in beans or sunflower seeds. Oh man, that's that's perfect. 
you know, you got your that's 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 you no, know, honestly, that's so weird. She's stealing everything I'm thinking about. I saw yesterday that uh, when I got the salad, I thought about and I thought about you, Rob, about the chickpeas. I thought about getting some of those together. That would make now that would make a summer meal. Not right now for me. That yeah. and I just did my first chickpea thing. Uh, Rob turned me on this past summer. Now that with a salad on the same plate or the same bowl, shoot, yeah, man, that would be a really really good meal. You know, I, I want another chickpea salad really bad, but you're right. It's a summer meal. You know, it's not something you sit in a cold winter day and. Yeah. Yeah. Cheryl mentioned after the podcast, she's going to start meal prepping for lunch, chicken breast and salad. That's awesome. Now, I I think I've told the story. I know a guy lost three, four, I don't know how much. And that's all he ate was, uh, I think it was tuna and, and salad. And that's how he did it. And if you think about it, what we're talking, you know, what we're all figuring out, what we think we know, what I think I know is that if that battery's charged, we can't lose weight. And really none of that does that. You know, lettuce got very little carbs, if any at all. And that guy told, wrote wrote the book, Why I'm So Fat.net. I saw what he ate every day. A thing of lettuce that big, you know, I'm talking about that big and six pounds of ground turkey that had been crockpot the night before. And that's all he ate seven days a week. And now that got boring, but again, I've said this a thousand times. If it's boring, you could probably reach out and touch perfect, you know. And again, so if we're eating like that, don't mean we can't take off and have that piece of pizza. And I'm not telling people to do that either. You know, the people that want to do like Nathan said the other day, really, you know, approach the things he's approaching to what he does. That's the way I try to approach things, you know, sometimes myself. But then sometimes we have to say, okay, hey, I did that. I know the ramifications of it that's wiped that day out and probably two or three after that. But then I'll get back on the groove, you know, um, but you don't beat yourself up to where you come off of it. You know, that's the, you don't want to do that to yourself. Well, with Nathan, I'm going to say we're, we're lucky. We technically don't start till February 1st. Cause he did post this. It's Australia day long weekend here. So my diet has gone out the window till Wednesday. Good man. Good. <laughs> yeah. I had that the other day. Um, I told Sid, one of my, uh, I had been counting calories and trying to eat pretty good, but one day I did have pizza, but I did not, you know, normally it used to, I would have gone off the rails all day, but I considered it just a meal. And we talked about, you know, I really don't like to call it a cheat meal because that sounds bad. I don't like to call it a treat meal because Sid says you should never use food as a reward, you know, so I just kind of called it a detour. I detoured one of my meals, you know? <laughs> but I got back on track. Well, when she said that, I just came to me. I said, don't treat it anything other than that what it is. That's a special time for you and your mom. So I'm going to do this with my mom. I'm I'm not cheating. I'm a, I'm an adult. I'm going to have this, you know, deal with, with my, with right now for whatever the occasion is. You know, it could be, well, you know, on Saturday mornings, I wake up standing on my head. I want a, you know, cheeseburger. Do it, you know. But then after that, move on. But no, have that. Recognize it. Say, okay, again, it's going to affect me. And then. Like she said about the uh, keto diet. Now, I mean, not the keto, the Zoom deal. Go back to the Zoom thing for a second. If you can look on there like she did, and anyone can get any kind of information anywhere that triggers your mind and sets you forward into thinking something, don't ever not do that, everyone. Now, these Zoom diets and these little stupid things I watch on PBS, they're trying to get you to buy their videos. You don't need to because really it's something we all have already figured out. Well, at least, you know, I figured it out for you all. <laughs> it's interesting, Lori, too. You just proved Sid's point from the beginning of the show where your brain can talk you into anything. 
because you're, you're looking at that meal going, uh, it's a cheat day. No, no, cheat's wrong. So there's a red yeah. flag right there. But your brain goes around that and says, no, no, then I'll do this. Nope, that's wrong. Okay, I'll go around it. I'll call it this and I'll eat it. You can talk yourself into anything. Exactly. And I was literally trying to think, what's a better word than cheat? What's a better word than treat? You know, I mean, I, you know, that internal dialogue with yourself. Yeah, you want to eat. You know? What can I call it that will let me justify eating this? Yep. There you go. <laughs> I'll call it chocolate bar, cucumber, if I have to. <laughs> Uh, CC said chickpeas. I love you guys. You're wonderful. You can add them into any other application uh, to make soups creamy versus cream in desserts. The list goes on um, and it doesn't taste weird. It's awesome. If you have high cholesterol beans, naturally sponge it out of you. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, CC said that as well. My uncle was telling me that I've if you watched almost, almost all the plates other than the ones Rob showed you recently. All these plates of food, I mean, usually have a bean on them. And beans, the fiber, the, the things that are inside beans have these enzymes. They, they work away all the things bad about us inside us. So there's a really a lot of upsides to peas, beans. And I've said this before, too. If you look at the, the index of the best 750 carbohydrates, the first 250 are of some type of bean of sort. Yep. They're good. I Honestly, you can use them in pretty much anything. Right. It looks like we have an update. Uh, make that 28 to 10 following their field goal. So the Buccaneers are winning. Well, it's the Buccaneers 28 to 10? Okay. Pretty sure. Wow, man. Wow. I was off on that. Wow. There went my record. Jay says, everyone's trying to lose weight. I have to have some weight. Well, that's okay, too. That's what I've said. I want to. I want those kind of questions, too. Um, think about gaining weight. Now, if we're talking about gaining um, muscle is a really, like I said before, it's the toughest thing to do for the human body. I feel like this, this is me, this is a guessing. <clears throat> We're trying to gain muscle. We've got to probably eat a little bit to the point we'll put on a little body fat, meaning if I knew where that fine line was that I was just going to just, just produce lean muscle mass, I wasn't going to produce any body fat or anything like that, what? Well, We'd all be doing that, but we don't know where that fine line is. And that's why I said there's so much guesswork. So you have to nudge on the side of, you know, so okay, I'm going to maybe take a little bit more, take in a little bit more calories. Don't do it to where it's so hard to lose it at the end. You know, you know, don't get out of hand with it. Um, but we, you know, if again, if we're trying to gain weight, that's what we have to sort of do. We do have to, you know, to gain a little muscle, we have to gain a little body fat. Just watch it, you know. Yeah. Now this Zoom thing it sounds a lot like Weight Watchers. When they... no, no, yes, yes, exactly what it is. Yes, yeah. it's just like Weight Watchers. Because then they really? cards, right? And you could eat food and put a card away, and when all your cards were gone, you couldn't eat anymore. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't that how it went? I, I yeah, think. This... Yeah, at one time it was on like a point system or something, and once your points were gone, yeah. This is the thing that bothers me about these fad diets uh and everybody's gonna get mad at me about this i'm talking to two people and i won't say their names i've known for a long time they're and they don't even know each other they're both on that keto diet and um i'll talk to them you know what i've been dying my butt off and uh i gained a pound overnight well you cannot lose weight eating cheeseburgers all day i don't care what the diet says um so when we get on those things they'll tend to <clears throat> take us in the bad direction too so now, if we're eating cheeseburgers and 
um, like that all day, and then we cheat and have a piece of cake. What does that do, man? It's, it kills you. So, again, it's better just to eat smart. You know, uh, we're all going to get back to that, and it's really going to come down to calorie counting. If Even if you ate 2,000 calories of lettuce by itself, it take a while to do that. You know, you would gain weight at, you know, at that, you know, so, um, and I think I've misled people too, by saying things like that, where, you know, you could eat that right, right there all day long and not gain any weight. Um, some of those, well, I was wrong about all those things if I said that. Um, so you can't do that, you know, well, everything puts on a bit. It's, it's the exercise you do. Right. Cause I just looked the, I still have it up. Iceberg lettuce, one cup of iceberg lettuce is 10 calories. So that's a whole lot of lettuce for 2000 calories. No kidding, man. I don't think. Ooh. Well, that's why that guy lost so much weight, you know, because I mean, he literally just had big things of like that in his lettuce in his refrigerator already made up. So he put that in a bowl, one can of tuna, little, just a little thousand island. Then he did that walk and started one mile a day, two miles, you know, doing that twice a day, three times a day, and bing, there it came, you know. Uh, let's see what else we got. Mary Louise Brown. I know that name. That's good afternoon. Oh. Okay, that's just someone I went to school with. Hi, Mary Lou. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, Terry said Conor McGregor lost. Yes, we were discussing that at the beginning. I of the show. told, I told everybody that. I told a guy uh, yesterday morning in the gym. I said, "Yeah." I said, "Man, I had just have a feeling." I made that reference about when a dog looks like they've been, they've had enough. He looks like he. I don't think he's going to win many more fights. Yeah, you, you find with the UFC they go like this, and then sure. Well, well, this is the thing is because there's so many people out there in the world, and all of a sudden they find the next great fighter was better than this guy. It's just easy to do. Um, he's one of those who really talked himself into this too, you know. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, no, I got to put this up. Uh, Philip said Sid had one of the best and most intimidating physiques ever. And then Nick or Nathan, right after the one, says, "Yeah, did you ever see my picture?" <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Uh, Andy said, "Just switching my breakfast cereal to high fiber. I think I've lost five pounds in a week and a half. Just a guesstimation." There you go. It's a little thing. Right? Yes, yeah, the little things. It is. What so little I things have you been finding out, Lori, about your diet? Um, well, the, you know, I did three, I made three changes after we talked. One was eating breakfast before my morning walk. Even though I knew better, I had not been eating breakfast till after, uh, doing the extension of my 30 minute walk, going past that 30 minutes, just doing a little bit. Some days it's just 10 minutes of stretching with a little toning and stuff, you know, and then count my calories and count my calories is what has made me realize uh, some of the things that I was eating that I need, you know, to cut back on and the bad habits, um, like you talked about, eat, you know, it being a certain time of day. And I would think, oh, it's time to snack or it's time to, you know, all those visual cues that were cueing me to eat when half the time I wasn't even hungry. So that's been the that's been the three. And those changes weren't, you know, anything major. It was like we talked. It was very doable. But just doing that alone. Um, I saw success, you know, I went ahead and, and started the diet plan once we started talking, you know, just to kind of get in a schedule and everything. And I've already seen res, uh, results with the weight loss. Good, good, That's good. Great. Yeah, I know. Well, I, oh, go ahead, Sid. You go ahead, Rob. I, I was just going to say, sometimes I wish for a pre-Sid world where I hadn't talked to him and got all this knowledge because now I know exactly everything I'm eating that's wrong. Yeah. 
You yeah. know, I just yeah. feel more guilt. <laughs> well, Rob, I think it's like you said, other people said too, it's the little things. And I've talked about this barometer here. So if I'm trying to pull this here with just one string, but if I put a, little, a lot of little strings on this, it's going to be a lot easier to get there. Same thing once we get there too, everyone, to keep that needle down, we got to keep some of those strings attached. Uh, we can't just attach them all and then before you know we're going to be way over here again. But that, I think that's about, that's the whole thing about taking your time, building a better lifestyle, you know, especially with your diet. And I think diet is always more important than the workout part. If we can work out, that's good. But, you know, some of us can't get to a gym. Some of us aren't gym people. Um, but, you know, we can, if, and none of us, not all of us need to diet either. And it's none of us, all of us not want to diet either. And that's, that's, uh, that's always great too, you know, so, but, uh, for those that do, these are the little things that we have to do. It's breaking bad habits. CC brought up a point. He goes, uh, she said, that's a great point. I realized when I'm in pain, I often mistake that for hunger. I don't eat out of boredom, but I do eat when I'm in pain myself. I eat when I get bored. I was literally today before you called Sid, I was up there working on a script and I instinctively got up to get a glass of water and I'm looking in the cupboard. I'm not hungry. It's just, I'm in the kitchen. So I that, yes, that I, I realized I was eating anytime. I told Sid when I get on the phone and I would just wander into my kitchen, stand at the kitchen counter. And before I knew it, I had eaten like half a bag of chips, just talking on the phone with somebody. I had no idea or I knew it, but I kind of, you know, outside out of mind. And once I started putting those calories on paper, it made me realize really quick what was happening. <laughs> well, I think that's what the, that a cognitive approach is, I guess that they're, what they're trying to suggest is that that is whatever it is that Lori said something earlier about something that triggers that some of those things are triggered for, she says the phone, Rob, you said when you're working, um, and then other people, you know, uh, you know, when they're driving, they want to snack other things. So we got to remember that. And, and, um, I think that the cognitive approach too is just re that remember it and try to pull it out and try not to do it. Aaron says he snacks when it gets down and out. And yeah, that's a huge trigger for food. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, those go together too, you know. Uh, you know, I'm sure if you're feeling down and out, that's you can sort of put that in the category of depression. You're depressed. And, you know, we could all sit there and just sit there and, you know, fall back and watch something before you know it. You know what? I'm not going to cook uh, something good tonight. I'm just going to have a, some ice. What's in there? Oh, it's ice cream. I sit down. I don't have to do anything. You know, yeah, it's easy to do that, you know. Uh, oh, got a wrestling question. Kevin Nash, no beef? Like, no, you got you guys don't have heat, do you? No, no. I didn't think so. Because um, CC asked, uh, I'm curious. I'd like to know, too, about that. Nash seems like a jerk. He's actually not. Well, you know. You've worked with him. I've only worked with him twice. You've worked with him tons more. Well, well he's always been really nice to me. Uh, I was. You know, when he first broke in the business, he rode with me quite a bit in the beginning. Um, so we got to know each other. I, I do will say that, you know, one of the things that I liked about Kevin, you know, riding down the road and laughing at him was his uh, sense of humor. And that is a little, you know, comes across um, like Internet Sid, you know. Um, so, and I think maybe he got into thinking that was really him now or something. I don't know. Uh, but he's not like that all the time. I can really, I know that he's, he's always been, again, really nice to me. We've always been, 
know, really, you know, consider it as any two people could be, you know, uh, working with each other, riding with each other, sharing locker rooms, uh, the whole thing. That's cool. And here's our buddy Dean. Good afternoon, Sid and Rob. Let us know when you can get me and Harry on. Well, well, Dean, just whatever you say, uh, dude, stay away from Nathan. Keep that baby away from him. <laughs> <That's right. clears throat> One less kid in Ireland and England, wherever you're from. Uh, a little foreigner. <laughs> Luckily, they're not near each other. They're One's in England, one's in Australia. I think he Thank might God. Depends how hungry Nathan gets. Season <laughs> really? I've watched a lot of Nash shoots, and he doesn't seem very kind. I have a wide sense of humor. Maybe it was the story about him buying frogs to kill. I don't know. <laughs> no, I th- you know, he can come across as a, you know, a little bit of a jerk. You know, I've, heard, I've witnessed it, you know, when he's done it to people and acted like that. But um, um, I think the truth yeah. tested. Go to Walmart with him and get him to ask for lunch meat, and let's see what happens. Yeah, see, see how he handles that. You know? That's that's how you know for sure. <laughs> what a man's made of. <laughs> that's he right. Handles a dispute over lunch meat with some guy from Jersey <laughs> who worked at a deli his whole life. That's what he told me. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's another wrestling one from JD. Uh, Sid, what was it like drawing number 29 at the 92 Royal Rumble and eliminating the likes of Sergeant Slaughter, Warlord, Roddy Piper, Rick Martel, and Hulk Hogan? I don't know if you had more than five limbs in the match. Were all those guys in that match with me? I I got to be honest. I'm not sure. I just I'm remember the very end of that one. Listen, you stupid Mark. <laughs> We're talking about diet tonight. <laughs> I have time for stupid wrestling questions I don't know or care anything about. No, I'm uh, <laughs> really, I remember Hogan is throwing him over something somewhere. Um, throwing him over, uh, yeah. That. No, puddle of tears no I'm just kidding uh, <laughs> no really I, I guess yeah whatever get yourself out of here and sign back up oh JD says yes they were <laughs> they were okay okay JD I'll take your word for it there we go <laughs> I apologize oh wait yeah Philip says you absolutely smashed slaughter into the turnbuckle in the 92 oh, yeah you're right you're right it was like the highlight of my life and my career I should I should remember that right <laughs> That his famous turnbuckle spot he did for himself. <laughs> uh, Jamie said, I get a kick out of the shaving cream incident, Sid had. And I'm with you, Sid. That looked wicked after you broke that open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, I wanted to get back to Numnus one last time because being diabetic, I go under the same kind of principle as that, uh, Weight Watchers and all that. A snack is considered 15 grams of carbs, a lunch is 30, and a supper is 45, you know, and you're allowed a breakfast, lunch, supper, and a snack. So you basically have a limited number of carbs during the day, and when you hit that max, you're supposed to stop. And that sounds exactly like what Noom is pushing and, and counting calories. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and again, I think it ties in what they're saying, what, what I learned from that guy, George Flynn over in Memphis, and helping people reach their goals, just making them accountable. Um, and and I think it's a good deal to do. That. We're, we're still trying to figure out. Rob's saying it's so hard to contact the guys from overseas. It's such an expense, even what you said, the email, Rob. Oh, email and video are, are great. But if you start oh. texting or phone, then oh. the rules can add up. We're just trying to figure out a way that, um, you know, if, I don't know, if someone feels like they need – I mean – this is one way you, at least you're, you're saying you're going to do it. At least if you say it, 
to someone that gives you a chance to do it, you know? Um, so I'm just offering that there. And that's really what I was trying to offer in the first place. When I saw the thing from Noom and Weight Watchers, I find out that that's maybe the most important thing of the whole thing about helping people diet. You know, uh, it's sort of funny, but I've drove my uncle crazy for the last 17 years to watch classical stretch. And he watched his first five minutes the other day. You know, so again, um, if people just don't want to do anything. That's what I'm afraid of. I, I got so many people I know right now, uh, some because of the pandemic, some because it's not just uh, like my uncle. It's not the pandemic. It's just he's lazy or he's not lazy. Just see, I, I don't, I don't want to talk to you know gym groupies. Hey, I'm a gym groupie. Stop it. You know. But again, it's just like they don't want to hear that. But then they'll go, yeah, but I'm walking. My legs are touching between. You know, you will die. Well, man, don't tell me what to do. And I say, All right. Well, okay. But my legs are rubbing. Well, you stop it, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. no, uh, but then, so for me, I think that's the main thing for people. They're kind of finally, I talked to Bill. He goes, um, I watched that old girl on Classical Stretch. Man, she said I got that one deal with one leg and one <laughs> You know, at least he's doing it, you know? Yep. It takes that so, first step. It, it takes that first step, and then maybe he'll see something positive coming out of it. Same thing. I hope everyone will see this, too. If, you know, um, I, and this thing's the little things we could talk about. And if anyone has these little things to talk about, let's talk about maybe, you know, next time we talk. Like, what are the little things, like, uh, to help you get through a day? Say, for instance, you know, the last few days, I've been really struggling because I've, I've talked about not overdoing it, and I overdid it several days. And so, you no, know, this morning first, it's like Noom says, well, it's Sunday. I'm a little sore. Now, I wasn't as sore as yesterday, but I was sore. You know, I, well, I could take the day off. I could do this or that. And No, just get this in. You could do everything else you need to do, too. You know what I mean? So so that right there was like a personal goal for me. I'm not a personal goal, but it was like a victory. Well, you no, know, again, I caught myself in the chair at 430. Wow, I'm a little few minutes late, but I felt good about doing this. Uh, again. I'm not beating myself up because I wasn't in the shower at 3.30. Same thing if we miss, you know, a meal or uh, even a day or a week. We can always get it back, you know. So uh, get ourselves, and I've heard this uh, on something, well, a couple of different things, actually. It said be comfortable when we're in uncomfortable situations. And that's what, again, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, no, I'm trying to get to the gym early where I don't see anyone. So I've, I'm getting past that a little bit. There's not that many people there. I've got my mask on. You know, and if you got your mask on, you stay in distance, you know, I think you're safe. You wash, And I'm washing my hands 52 times a minute in the gym. So <laughs> I'm not kidding. I really am. I figured it was just white as ghost. I believe but, it. Uh, but no, um, but do these little things. Do a, and then, so you see those little victories like that. Then now I'll say, wow, you know what? The other day, like this is for me. You know, uh, my knee was hurting me a little bit. So, you know, and it took me a second to get going while I was walking. I said, you know, that could have been enough to stop me. But I got there, and then now through the day, I don't feel it at all. I mean, I could have sit there all day and nagged about that knee. But getting in there and getting it going, now I'm not even thinking about it. You know, so sometimes those have to be our victories. It doesn't have to be five pounds or losing or 10 pounds losing where I gained 52 pounds on a bench press today. It could just be that I was there, you know, and those are little victories. So if you have those little victories, let's, let's share them. And we'll talk about them a little bit next time. Got it. Two quick it'd questions. Be, it'd be that or your diet, too. What are some little things you did on your diet? That, uh, hey, you know, I did this and this stretched me another meal. Or I did this and I, I pulled that needle back. I had another string. So tell me about a string in your diet, too. 
Perfect. Two quick questions. One, uh, this is from Philip. Was Vince's IcoPro any good? You know what? Honestly, guys, uh, all that stuff is not governed by anything. You can say anything, put anything in there you want. Um, I know some people have gone as far as sending it off and having things tested. All those are pretty much usually, you know, about about as on the mark as you could expect them to be. Okay. And is there a good daily men's multivitamin you would recommend? You know, this is the thing about multivitamins. Um, vitamins, period. I mean, the, we got to have them. Um, but if you take one that's maybe got more of this, more than that of this, if it, if you have it and you don't need it, your body will get rid of it. So find you a good multi one. Again, try to keep it, you know, reasonable within, um, you know, keep the price down because, they're you know, you don't want to, you know, when we're dieting, sometimes, our, our, the, you know, our expenses go up and that's what we don't want. So the, the cool thing about a vitamin is this, though, everyone. We take a vitamin and used to, I used to take one with every meal. And what happens is when we take a vitamin with our meal, our body utilizes all those proteins and carbohydrates better. And then so that's what one does. But for us, if we're eating pretty good, if you, like you saw what I've been eating, really one multivitamin a day I think is all you need. Perfect. All right. I'm going to bring up one last comment. And I just, I like this because Lori is here for this comment. Um, Cece asks, I have a wrestling question. Someone here asked a few casts ago and it, they say he, but it was Lori. He said that he saw Sid at a restaurant in their town and he was so intimidating looking that he never said anything. And he wanted to know if Sid put on that vibe to keep fans at bay and be left alone. I remember that story vividly. Your answer to that was interesting because you don't, actively project that do you no um only if it's kids you know and i'll do it personally to see if i can scare them because sometimes you can't scare kids you know but no it's honestly uh i was telling my uncle the other day you know i'm going especially with these wearing masks today as we are um when i go somewhere you know i know i'm pretty intimidated looking just, I guess, the scour on my face. So I try to start some, hey, how are you doing today? That always lights the mood a little bit. But I was just born looking like this, you know. Um, and then if I'm thinking about something or if I'm thinking, it can really look like, man, that guy's really. Now, honestly, sometimes I do do that, um, but not always. Well, I remember when we did the podcast, we first started, you were talking about being young and being tall and being targeted. So you would have kind of a, a scout right. in your face to try and prevent that. Right, just keep people coming over starting crap, you know. Yeah, and CC said, ooh, sorry. <laughs> and no, hey, you remember the story, and that's the key thing, you know. Right, 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 right. Well, when we when when I met him years ago, yes, at first he looked very intimidating looking, but I must say, Sid, you were really nice to us. <laughs> Got an autograph and everything. So, But that first initial encounter, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Lori, thanks so much for coming on the show and chatting. Well, Thank y'all for having me again. I appreciate it. And I appreciate y'all doing this and I appreciate y'all reaching out. And like I said, it's already, you know, I'm just a little over a week into this and it's already made a difference for me. And just those, you know, like Sid talks about those small changes, five minutes here, 10 minutes there. I thought I had to go from zero to 100, but you don't, you don't. And it's really is the small changes, the doable changes that make a difference. Perfect. Awesome. We will talk more, Lori. I appreciate it. Thanks.
When she's talking about two, Rob, and everyone, when she's talking about extending or making the small changes, again, I, t I say don't go A to Z. So when she gets through with her walk, sometimes she'll do a normal walk, and sometimes she'll do it up a few steps. Or when she gets through with her walk, she'll do a couple extra steps. Or when she gets done with the walk or steps, she'll do a couple few free squats or just a few stretches sometimes. Um, even stretching, we're extending it a little bit. So at least our mind is, is activated during this. And our mind is activated. We're activating all the muscles and neurons that we're talking about as we're stretching. So it's better not doing anything. You know, so it's a really good deal. And that's how you, again, hopefully after that, you go, well, you know what? That was hard the first time. But the second time, I think I'm ready to extend that a little more. Mm -hmm. Well, I find, too, if you distract yourself while you're doing it, you can do it longer. Sure. Um, I know we used to do our walks and talk, and that was great. But since we're not, we didn't, don't chat in the morning much, I have my treadmill set up with a little TV, and I've been watching mm -hmm. the Beverly Hillbillies. Right, 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 right. I burned through like three or four episodes, and they're 20 minutes each. And it's like, oh, I just did an hour. And didn't even now, what time are you getting on there in the mornings, Rob? About six o'clock my time. Six your time, Eastern. so it'd be five my time. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. I, I, I forget what time. I'm going to call you sometime to check on you. Uh, but that's when I'm just getting going. Oh, yeah. Trust me, that's not a worry. But the, the key thing there was distract yourself. If you're not right. thinking about it, you can do much, much more. Rob, I'm, good point. That happened to me today in the gym. Um, I was sitting there and I was aching and sore and I was pushed. And then I said, now I've got my headsets on. I get to a song. Next thing I know, I'm moving it without thinking about it. You know, like, okay, hey, yeah, I can get into this. But no, exactly. Get your mind distracted. Um, that's what I've said too, everyone. The mind and the body is a, one of the coolest machines there are out there. Mm -hmm. If we can tell this body virus to do a whole lot more than we really know that it can do. Uh, but let's don't stress. I'll give you a good example. Yesterday and today, I really walked out of the gym. I left a little something on the table because a couple of days before that, I suffered from not doing that. You know, one, I, didn't, I really wasn't able to, you know, go further in my workouts. I'm sort of at a standstill because I was so sore. You know, really went farther and it's about as far as I could go as well. So, and I've said that, you know, why you get to mental physical burnout, you're there. So, um, but again, um, just tune it back, everyone. Just try to stay the long haul, you know. Uh, and like today, uh, again, the only victory I had today was just showing up, you know. So that if we could just show up, you know, whatever we did, we just got to show up out in our, our yard or show up in our kitchen to sweep them up, or you know, if that's all we're if we're you know we can't leave our homes right now, you know, do what we can to keep our minds moving forward and keep it focused and know that everything's getting better. Absolutely. Any last thoughts? Well, Rob, I think uh, this has been a really good show for diet and everything. I, now for wrestling this past week, um, I don't know why, what I was watching. I'm sure it was basketball or something, but I, not, I didn't get a chance to watch one minute of wrestling. No one really brought it up tonight. Um, I think wrestling is in a tough spot right now, but we will get back on that maybe next Thursday. That's so usually we'll, when we do it. Yeah. So again, Thursday, last Thursday and tonight too. We just I haven't seen any wrestling, so we'll we'll get to that as well. So if uh, God willing and the creek don't want rise, let me try that again. If God's willing and the creek don't rise, we'll be back here Thursday.
You've been listening to the Vicious Circle Podcast. Your host, Sid Udi. Co-host, Rob Bellamy. Additional research by Pete Marsh. The Vicious Circle Podcast is produced by Two Cousin Road Trip Productions, a division of JX3 Media Productions. The intro music is Unleash the Giants by Cemetery Spawn, and the outro music is Digging Space by Mike Treblecock.